Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. It's overtime here on 106.7 The Fan and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, riding with it till 10 o'clock tonight before we hand things off to the JR Sport Brief. Coming up in about 10 minutes or so, our pal Jason Doom is set to join the show. He covers the Golden State Warriors for 95-7, the game in Oakland. And he'll give us the latest on Jordan Poole and what they're saying about Jordan Poole out in the Bay Area. Uh, JP officially introduced to the Wizards media uh, on Saturday out in Las Vegas at the Summer League, and we got to hear from him for the first time. And uh, let's just say the folks out in Golden State are ripping him apart right now. We'll hear from more of that. Uh, when Jason Dumas joins the program coming up at about 7.35 or so. Right now, though, I want to get to a staple we do pretty often here on Overtime. It's time for NBA Hot News or Not News. Hot News. This is breaking news. Or Not News. So what are you saying? The biggest stories in the sports world today. Bringing super producer John Lindsay here. John, what do you got for us, man? It's hot news or not news. Let's get rolling. NBA Summer League in full swing, and one guy who has turned heads is Keegan Murray of the Kings. He scored a combined 70 points in his last two summer games. Well, And well, according to longtime NBA reporter Chris Mannix, the Kings believe Murray has the upside to become their number one option. Take a listen. They're, they're just a big believer in in what they're doing internally. They believe that internal growth next year is going to make them a better team. And there's reasons to believe that. Um, I mean, it is the Sacramento Summer League, but man, Keegan Murray looked great in in that uh, in that brief period. And it, it they, they look at him and they see a potential franchise player. I mean, they believe he's as good as anyone they have on their roster, including De'Aaron Fox, including DeMontis Samos. They believe he's that next star uh, for their team. So if he takes a jump, you know, that makes, you know, an already really good team uh, better next year. And Kings believe internally that Keegan Murray has the upside to become their number one option. Is this hot news or not news? I'm, I'm going to say it's, it's 100% hot news. And it's almost laughable because maybe the Kings are falling victim to the system, so to speak. I just said it in the last segment, it is so, to me, I think it's irresponsible for talent evaluators and organization to take too much away from Las Vegas Summer League. I'm not saying it's a complete nothing burger, but I would need 
more corroborating evidence if I'm the Sacramento Kings before I believe that Keegan Murray is going to be my number one option. This is the craziest thing I've ever heard. I've been very critical of the Kings offseason at this point. I didn't understand them throwing a bag at DeMontis Sabonis. If you saw the way he looked in that postseason series against Golden State, Kevon Looney was his daddy for the entirety of that series. Couldn't grab a rebound to save his life. The Kings, though, moving forward, maybe Chris Mannix is, or whoever told this to Chris Mannix, was speaking in hyperbole to try to gas up Keegan Murray. He had 70 points combined in his first two summer league games, so there's reason to be optimistic about him. But Keegan Murray last year, ladies and gentlemen, averaged 12 points per game on 45% shooting. So this idea that Keegan Murray is on the trajectory to be some megastar Definitely pump the brakes on that. I'd, I'd say that's hot news, though. It definitely is a little spicy. The biggest storyline of the NBA offseason right now, outside of the Summer League, is where will Bla- Blazers guard Damian Lillard get traded to? We've heard Dame's agent come out and say he's telling teams not to trade for him. Well, yesterday, Shams went on the Pat McAfee show and added this nugget. Take a listen. When a team is going to go out and trade for a superstar player, you usually want to back channel and do some research. See, does this guy want to be here? What's his mindset? Where does he want to play? Does he, would he play for us? How would, his, how, how would he feel if we traded for him? And yes, in those cases where teams have done their back channel research, research to find out what Dame is thinking, would he want to play for us, whether it's the Clippers, whether it's the Celtics, um, you know, those are among the two teams I've heard Whoa. that have had a level of interest in Dame Lillard. Hey. I think th- the answer has been a resounding no. He wants to be in Miami, period. And if you trade for him, I think there's the risk of trading for disgruntled player. According to Shams, Boston and the Clippers have shown interest in Dame, but have been warned he only wants to be in Miami. Is this hot news or not news? So I'm going to say it's not news, and here's why. We we touched on this a little bit earlier. <clears throat> the idea, and I feel like I'm beating a dead horse talking about this, the idea that Damian Lillard, has the Portland Trail Blazers' feet to the fire? The, the idea that that is the case is, is crazy talk to me. The difference and the reason why Dame doesn't have as much power as we're all trying to make it seem like he does, he doesn't have the no-trade clause that Bradley Beal was armed with. So in reality, Joe Cronin, the general manager of the Portland Trail Blazers, needs to... Shut up. Stop talking to Shams. Stop talking to Adrian Wojnarowski and get his behind on the phone. Trade Damian Lillard wherever the hell you want to trade Dame. I'm so frustrated at this narrative that Damian Lillard should be able to control the scenario and the situation. Are you kidding? I understand he wants to go to Miami. That's fine. But let's be honest about it. I'm pretty sure Miami does not currently have the best offer on the table for Damian Lillard. I guess it may be the only offer on the table for Damian Lillard as of right now, but it's because of the the, the narrative that's been spun out there. If I'm an NBA team, if I'm Boston, if I am the Clippers, hell, if I'm Philadelphia, I'm calling Damian Lillard's bluff on this. I'm calling Dame's bluff. I'm calling the agent's bluff. All we hear about from Damian Lillard is how he's just this super grinder that never ducks the work. And he was 
giving Paul George crap about quote-unquote ducking the grind, yet he's going to sit up there and say he's only willing to play for the Miami Heat? It's 100% not news because not only do I think Joe Cronin's going to call Damian Lillard's bluff, I'm at this point calling Damian Lillard's bluff. He's supposed to be a basketball player, right? That means a hooper is going to hoop wherever the hell his contract says he's supposed to hoop. Real quick, though, is there mm-hmm. is there an NBA like superstar recently that you can think of that they demanded to go somewhere and they didn't go where they wanted to? I mean, 100%. Bra- there are multiple options. There are multiple examples of it. I can't think of any, though. You think Paul George, when he requested out of Indiana, wanted to go to Oklahoma City? No, he wanted to go to the L.A. Lakers. They shipped him to Oklahoma City. Chris Paul, when he was traded from Houston, he didn't yeah. want to go to Oklahoma City. Yeah, you're right. He had sent there. So Kawhi. Kawhi is the craziest example because he basically faked an injury to force his way out of San Antonio. And all we kept hearing was, oh, Kawhi wants to go to the Clippers. Guess where the hell they sent him? North of the border to the Toronto Raptors. The exact opposite of where he wanted to go, man. I think it's not news. Hopefully, Joe Cronin grows a pair here in the next couple of months and trades Damian Lillard. All right. NBA reporter out in the Bay Area, Jason Dumas, shed more light on the Jordan Poole situation in Golden State this morning. A 95.7 the game. Take a listen. He's excited. He's he's genuinely excited um, to move to the Bay or move from the Bay and get to D.C. and experience something new. He knows he's going to have a way more expanded role. That's mm-hmm. something that he had wanted. Look, he wanted to start. Yeah, He had wanted to start all season. And uh, as I said last time I was on last week, like, you know, the punch was kind of like the cherry on top. But there's something festering way before that and during the season uh, that had nothing to do with the punch. He just wanted more playing time. He wanted to start. He wanted to roll. Mm-hmm. Kind of wanted to get tr- – whether you think this is fair or not, he wanted to get treated like like Steph, Clay, and Dre, and he noticed that, in his opinion, wasn't equal treatment. Nah. Didn't appreciate it. Um, so, you know, and that all played out the way it played out with him getting moved. Jordan Poole, according to Jason, wanted more playing time. He was upset with his role, wanted equal treatment, and getting punched in the mouth by Draymond (laughs) was just the cherry on top. Is this hot news or not news? It's a beautiful segue because Jason Dumas, who I gave that excellent soundbite earlier this morning on 95.7 The Game, he's actually set to join us next. I'm going to say this is hot news because I wonder if Wizards fans out there have this small concern in the back of their mind like I do. I personally think Jordan Poole is going to come here and get buckets. I do wonder, though, does Washington have the locker room to keep Jordan Poole in check? I wonder. Like I said, we got Jason Dumas coming up next. He covers the Golden State Warriors for 95-7 the game. He'll give us the latest on what the folks in Golden State are saying about Jordan Poole's exit from the team. That's next with Jason Dumas here on The Fan.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. It's overtime here on 1067 The Fan and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Ride with you till 10 o'clock tonight before we hand things over to the JR Sport Brief. Right now, I want to continue the conversation on the hardwood. We just did a little bit of NBA hot news or not news. Right now, we're going to have our pal Jason Dumas join us via the BetQL guest hotline. He is the sports director for KRN 4 News in San Francisco. Uh, he also is a reoccurring guest on 95.7 The Game, uh, one of our Odyssey stations out in the Bay. You can give him a follow on Twitter at Reports. What's going on, Jason? How you doing, my man? What's up, man? Thanks for having me on. Of our course, man. station over there in D.C. Yes, sir, man. Look, and right about now, it's perfect timing to do a little crossover, uh, Jason. You made waves this morning is what I'll call it, man, with the quote and nugget that you gave on Jordan Poole. We just played it. Uh, in our last segment, for Wizards fans out here that are trying to get a little bit of a better understanding for who Jordan Poole, the young man, is, uh, can you shed us some light on that? Yeah, Jordan Poole, he is a very confident young man. He's a yeah. good dude, too. <laughs> good good dude, but yes. very confident. Um, 
But he's one of those guys, though. I think, I mean, it's okay to any for anyone to be confident. I don't oh, want to exactly. make it seem like that's not a good thing. But some people's confidence stems from being irrational. Jordan does not. Right. He is wildly talented, and he works as hard as he is talented. So I always say when someone is that talented and when someone works that hard, it's all going to come together for them in the long run. You know, like they'll always figure it out. So obviously Jordan, he, he had a down year kind of in terms of efficiency and in the playoffs, he kind of fell off a cliff. But what I used to, what I was saying on the radio mm-hmm. for the past couple of weeks is that a guy that works that hard and is that talented, the struggles won't last very long. Right. So I have no, I have no comms that Jordan is going to figure it out in Washington and and uh, score a lot of buckets. Yeah, <laughs> and Lord knows, Jason, somebody needs to score some buckets. This roster looks completely different than what it looked at season's end. We we talked about Jordan pulled the person in the basketball player. I, I love the way that you put it, man. Some dudes, when they have confidence, it's irrational. But when you watch and cut on the tape of Jordan, man, he is one of the most talented dudes with the basketball in his hands in the sport. What you alluded to this morning, though, and, and Rick Buecher also has alluded to this, longtime NBA reporter, is that the way you put it, the punch heard around the world from Draymond was not really the thing that set everything in motion, but rather the icing on the cake as you described it. Can can you go into a little bit more detail about that? Yeah, for sure. Well, first of all, I want to preface it with Uh Draymond was completely wrong and he should have never put his hands on Jordan Poole. 100%. We just, you know, so get that out the way. I don't want anyone to say I'm victim blaming. (laughs) No, we got you, bro. (laughs) But my point is, and I think you can get what I'm saying Mm -hmm. is, the punch was kind of the end result after just there was a lot of emotions building up and Jordan, even dating all the way back to the beginning of their championship season, Mm -hmm. Jordan comes in, he's starting at the two spot next to Steph during the 20 games. He started, they were 18 and two. Mm. Jordan was playing amazing basketball. The team was playing amazing basketball. Right. Obviously, you're 18 and two, and uh, Jordan was a big part of that. Then Clay comes back, and Clay struggles a little bit, which is not hard to grasp. He had coming back after two years off the court, yeah. so no one was surprised that Clay was struggling. I think uh, Jordan, though, mm-hmm. didn't like how he had to take a back seat. And, you know, you out here in the Bay Area, you got people on two sides of the coin. <laughs> like, hey, Jordan should have gotten a little more respect. And then you got the people, it's Clay Thompson, shut up and sit down. Right. So I fall a little in the middle. Okay, that's, I that's think, fair. I think, it, I think it could have been handled a little better. Yeah. Uh, I also think, um, I think it would have been a mature thing to do for Clay Thompson to come back and be like, you know what, you guys are rolling. I am going to make it easy on everybody because I know this is a sport with everybody has an ego. I'm going to make it easy on everyone, and I'm going to come back. Uh, come back, and I'm going to come off the bench. Maybe it might not be per- permanent, but at least in the short term, and we'll see how that goes. 
Draymond came off the bench this past year. Mm-hmm. Last year, Draymond or uh, Steph Curry came off the bench for the first three or four games of the playoff series in the first round when he was coming back from injury. I think Clay should have took it upon himself to be the adult in the room and just ease tension. Andre Godala didn't want to come off the bench when he was first regulated to the bench back in 15. Yep. He did it, though. I think Clay could have done that, but he didn't. Uh, and then there was just kind of a power struggle, a power dynamic. When you have guys who have been together for so long and who are so accomplished, Steph, Clay, and Dre, they have a lot of equity. They got a lot of rope. Mm-hmm. And Jordan Poole felt like he wasn't treated the same way. Now, some people will be like, hey, you're not going to get treated the same way because you're not those three guys. But then other people will be like, you know what? You're in a workplace. You see guys being able to do stuff like play, playing bad basketball. He's not going to get on. He's not on a short lease. I'm on a short lease. Like in Jordan Poole's mind, now this is just something that uh, is not sourced. This is just me, my opinion. But in Jordan Poole's mind, educated opinion, I should say. I feel like Jordan Poole is probably like, I'm better than Clay Thompson. Can can you you say what it is, bro? Because I feel like that's the elephant in the room with that situation, and I'm not in Golden State, and I'm not based out there, but anyone who's been watching can clearly understand that I think Jordan at this point in his career has surpassed where Clay is at right now. Yeah, that's what he thinks. You know, and I'm not not really for me to get into who's better and who's this. I think think it's pretty close right now. I think Jordan – I think Jordan – can, can get a bucket easier than Clay at this point. Clay is kind of just relegated to you know being a shooter and yeah. and but I think Jordan Jordan was getting hunted on defense, especially yeah. in the playoffs. Clay isn't who he used to be on that side of the ball, but he's not as bad as Jordan is on that side of the ball. And the thing about Clay is Clay has started to guard big guys now. Like he'll. Clay used to be able to guard one and twos and stay in front of them. Right. Clay guards threes and fours now and kind of holds his own. So he's a different type of defender than he used to be, but Jordan is not as good on that side of the ball. So I think it just really comes to matchups and who they're playing. But there's an argument to be made that Jordan is better, and I think Jordan felt that way. And Jordan doesn't feel like he got the respect he deserved, <clears throat> while I think the other guys on the team, some of them, think that Jordan didn't respect the hierarchy of the group. And it was just, you know, it was just a lot of emotions. And, you know, like I said, that the, that punch was kind of just the cherry on top. But if you look at why yeah. Jordan Poole is not here, I think it had more to do with just him not being satisfied with his role on the team and how he thought he was treated by certain people. And he wanted to start. It's, Pretty yeah. plain and simple, and it became obvious that he was not going to start over Clay Thompson. Jason, you are blessed, my brother. Always love following your work, but to, to get to live out in the Bay and cover this stuff, this is like the soap opera that keeps on giving, man. And it's crazy because when we talk about an organization like Golden State, here in the past five to seven years, I think we can almost view them in the same light uh, as like a New England Patriots in the NFL, like the gold standard. So, so to hear these type of issues happening internally and for that video to get out and for them not to be able to mend that relationship on the inside walls there in Golden State, it's fascinating and it gets me thinking, should the Wizards feel like they have the infrastructure to get Jordan to act right? 
Yeah, I don't think it's any like Jordan is not a problem. Like I don't even want that to like be a thing. I think what what well, happened well, with well, clearly Jordan he was upset ha- with his role, and I think his role here in DC, while it seems like it's clearly defined, maybe there is room for some sort of power dynamic between him and Kuzmaster, who's the number one option. Do should, should Wizards fans have to worry about that here in DC? I don't think so. And if how they were acting uh, together this past Saturday is any indication, they already seem like they're pretty close. Yeah. You know, uh, I was at their little press conference in Vegas where Kuzma spoke first, then Jordan Poole spoke, and Jordan Poole was socializing with Kuzma's mom. They were sitting down talking for a while. They took pictures together. They were off to the side joking. Everybody, everything seems cool now. Are they going to get a lot of wins? I'm not sure about that, but I think <laughs> there's going to be a lot of opportunity for Jordan Poole to grow. And like I said, Jordan Poole works extremely hard. He has a pretty good attitude. He just yeah. he wanted to start. He wanted a bigger role, and it was never going to happen in Golden State. And like part of when Jordan Poole got upset, I could see his argument for some of the things he was upset about. But, you know, man, like yeah. anything in life, it's not what you do, it's how you do it. And there was kind of a power struggle. There was definitely a power struggle, just subconscious one kind of brewing with him and Clay. Yeah. He wants to start. The only other obvious person to take out of the starting lineup is Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson, that's not going to happen, not here in Golden State. And like I said, he's not going to volunteer it either. So I don't think Steve Kerr even wanted to broach that road. Like, Clay, maybe you should come off the bench. Mm-hmm. So the easiest thing to do was to move Jordan. It helped them financially, too. But I wouldn't sit here and say that Jordan Poole is a bad locker room guy. Okay. I just think what happened there is he wanted more opportunity, and he was never going to get it in Golden State. And he never really said this publicly, but the yeah. writing was on the wall. People you talk to behind the scenes. So it wasn't even like he's not in the locker room puffing, puffing, dragging his feet. But sometimes it's hard to mask energy. You know, yeah. sometimes it's hard 100%. to mask facial expressions. You you get it. You I'm sure you've been in a workplace and been unhappy. And sometimes it's just hard. So that's what it was more than the actual singular event of the punch, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think it's a fascinating situation that, that we'll continue to monitor. I'm joined right now by our pal Jason Dumas. Make sure you give him a follow on Twitter at JDumasReports. Uh, he's the sports director over at KRON4 News uh, out in the Bay Area, man. And he's also a reoccurring guest on our Odyssey sister station, 95.7 The Game. Jason, I want to talk a little bit more about this because I was grilling Golden State and Bob Myers and company uh, a little bit earlier in this uh, offseason because I feel like with the trade being made, and I know now that we've got more information being shed on it, it was more so the relationship internally with everybody than it was just Draymond versus Jordan. But it kind of feels like with them shipping out Jordan Poole and then going out and paying Draymond $25 million annually, it kind of feels like they chose – Draymond over Jordan Poole and me and you know hoops as well as anybody. Do you think that's a good decision moving forward considering the age of Stephen Curry and the age of Klay Thompson? I think Jordan was in a picture-perfect situation for his career if he could have exuded a little bit more patience because you know it, uh, Jason. He was the next dude up. Yeah, no, a lot of people say that, but this is a world where it's like, what can you do for me now? Yeah. 
Dorian's a very talented player, and I really think he would just he was ready to take that next step. Yeah. Uh, he didn't go out and request a trade or anything, but mm-hmm. the writing was on the wall. When you have someone, an employee that's unhappy and his immediate situation probably is not going to change, and then you're just handcuffed by this new CBA, it all just started to make sense. That is a factor, too, the money. Right. And it freed up – I think the Warriors save, like, something like $400 million in tax dollars, potentially. From with, not going into with, that second apron, yeah. Yeah, so that had something to do with it, too. But in a perfect world, like, I was sad to see Jordan go. It was a great story. He came in the league, and his first first year, it looked like – he might not even belong in the NBA. He, he was he was one of the worst players in basketball. That second year, he came came on and he helped uh, lead the Warriors to a fifteen and five record down the stretch, and he was a big part of it. And then that third year, he won a championship, and he was one of their best players. So yeah. you want to keep homegrown talent like that, but sometimes it's just it's not possible. People with emotions and egos kind of get in the way but I I tend to agree with you I think uh I think he would have it would have been beneficial for him to kind of swallow some of the pride and really just say you know what yeah I'm going to ride out this situation until I can but who knows he might go lead the NBA in scoring next year and then we're going to be like (laughs) he's going to be like I'm glad I'm not in Golden State right yeah, it's definitely going to be a, a fascinating situation, like I said, to monitor moving forward. We're excited for him here in the Bay Area. My dude, Wayne Coleman, dubbed him a Splash Mo. I don't know if you're familiar to the DMV lingo, Jason. I, I did. I, I saw that. <laughs> I used to live in Frederick, Maryland. Oh, and I used to Frederick? be in D.C. Okay. a lot. I dig it. Uh, yeah, I, 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 my last job was out there in Frederick. Okay. And so I was there for the Capitals' um, Stanley Cup. Okay. I covered that parade, I, that whole playoff run. So I'm I know D.C. sports, and, yeah, I think Jordan is going to really fit in in that fan base. And he's a likable guy. He, he is, really man. is. He just, he, just wanted a, he just wanted a bigger role. And sometimes, you know, you can't be mad at someone for that. Jason, as always, man, always good catching up with you. Look to, do, look, look to catch up with you soon here in the future, my man. Appreciate you joining us. All right, man. Thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. That is Jason Dumas, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you give him a follow on Twitter at Reports for the latest on the Golden State Warriors. Now that we're up to speed on the latest out in the Bay Area with Jordan Poole, I want to open up the phones here. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, wide open. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. We've heard from Jason Dumas. We'll let you hear from Rick Buecher on the other side of this break. Wizards fans, considering how Jordan Poole's exit happened in Golden State. Are any Wizards fans concerned about Jordan Poole's fit in this locker room uh, coming up during the 2023 season? Your calls, plus we'll hear from Rick Buecher next as the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. to move to the Bay or move from the Bay and get to D.C. and experience something new. He knows he's going to have a way more expanded role. That's mm-hmm. something that he had wanted. Look, he wanted to start. Yeah, He had wanted to start all season. And as I said last time I was on last week, like, you know, the punch was kind of like the cherry on top, but there's something festering way before that and during the season uh, that had nothing to do with the punch. He just wanted more playing time. He wanted to start. He wanted a role. Mm-hmm. Kind of wanted to... Get tr- where, where you think this is fair or not, he wanted to get treated like like Steph, Clay, and Dre, and he noticed that, in his opinion, wasn't equal treatment, nah. didn't appreciate it. Um, so, you know, and that all played out the way it played out with him getting moved. It's Jason Dumas, who just joined us in the last segment. If you missed any of my conversation with Jason, make sure you download the free Odyssey app and Use the Odyssey Rewind feature and go back to the 7.30 segment for my conversation with Jason Dumas. This is Overtime here on 106.7 The Fan and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey apps. The Youngest in Charge movement, Linnell Willingham, taking you up to 10 o'clock tonight before we hand things over to the JR Sport Brief. Coming up in about 25 minutes or so, our pal Neil DeLau, who covers the Washington Wizards for Hoops District, he is set to join the program. He'll give us a full-scale preview of of the Washington Wizards and their summer league uh, action that they're going to participate in here tonight. They're taking on the San Antonio Spurs. Minus number one overall pick, Victor Wembanyama. Uh, that one set the tip at about 1030 uh, over on NBC Sports Washington and on NBA TV. I'm actually not sure if our guy Chris Miles is going to be on the call on NBA TV, uh, but I have definitely enjoyed listening to him uh, while engaging and indulging in this summer league action. The big question I wanted to ask you all, MGM National Harbor listener lines wide open, 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. We've heard from Jason Dumas. We've heard from Rick Buecher on the Jordan Poole situation. After getting some more information on all of this, is there any concern out there with Wizards fans that Jordan Poole may come in here and potentially mess up the dynamic of the locker room. Do you have a concern about Jordan Poole's maturity moving forward? It's 1-800-636-1067. Before we get to your calls, I want to let you hear Rick Buecher, longtime NBA reporter, 
Uh, he was on 95-7 the game yesterday and had this to say about Jordan Poole. I do too, but I put that on Jordan Poole. Mm. Like Jordan was on a lot of players' nerves way before that, including Clay's and Steph's. And Draymond was finally the one who tipped the scales and and went overboard. And I'm not defending at all what he did. But after he did it, Draymond tried everything possible to remedy that situation. And Jordan would have none of it, none of it. And I'm just looking at it as Jordan, you have an opportunity to 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 learn and succeed Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors and a team that has put its eye on the prize of, of winning championships every chance they can. And you can't get over this situation with Draymond when Draymond's going to be gone at some point, and this is going to be yours. You couldn't see the big picture and, and instead remain difficult, remain like a, made sure that that elephant was still in the room. Um, look, mm. uh, the young guy, I, uh, there's a part of me that understands maybe he just wasn't mature enough to get around that. But I, I look at it as who did it cost the most? It cost Jordan Poole the most as, as I look at it. It's a crazy situation to think about, man. And as I said, when Jason was on the fact that they couldn't handle this internally over in golden state really brings me major cause for concern. Now, I do think Jordan Poole is going to come here and get buckets, and I think he has the opportunity to be the future face of this franchise. But to say that the reports coming out of Golden State after the fact aren't a little bit concerning to me, I'd be lying. I'd be lying. Think about where Washington is right now. This is a young, rebuilding group. They can't afford to have someone come in and shake the dynamics of the locker room in terms of, thinking he's better than someone else. The Washington Wizards haven't made it to the damn finals since 1972. They can't can't have that mindset within the locker room. Everyone's got to come in with a workman's-like mentality. Not saying that I don't think Jordan Poole will come in with that, but when I hear Rick Buecher speak the way he speaks, and I hear Jason Dumas give us the nuggets he's given us, Wizards fans, do we have concern about Jordan Poole's maturity as the season gets ready to creep up on us? MGM National Harbor Listener Line's wide open. If you're on the line, stay there. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Do you Wizards fans have concerns about Jordan Poole and his maturity uh, in the Wizards locker room? Let's go to Val in D.C. What's going on, Val? Uh, hey, Linnell, thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Um, so I don't have any serious concerns about it. The way I look at it um, is that we're going through a rebuild right now. Uh, you had said it yourself before the last break. Don't expect to win a hell of a lot of games this year. Um, it would be a shame if he did something uh, to make everyone else question his maturity and we couldn't move on from him during this rebuild. Yeah. Uh, but I think that kind of like you guys were saying, he gets the chance to kind of be a big fish in a pretty small pond for a couple of years here, and I'm not terribly worried about it. Seems like he's getting what he wanted in Golden State. 
Hey, Val, I appreciate the call, my man. Well, let me, let me ask you a question while we, while we got you here, yeah, Val. Yeah, let's hear it. After hearing everything that you've heard, although we, we understand he's going to have the opportunity to come in here and have the green light, and that was his major issue in Golden State, do you think there's going to be an issue between the power dynamic of Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma as to who is the guy? Uh, I kind of doubt it. They both, I mean, it's not like, uh, like I doubt Kuzma it as well, has some range and stuff. Kuzma's got more range than a lot of big men, but mm-hmm. it's like with him and Clay, like they play the same position. Right. That made a bit more sense. And then he was talking crazy, apparently telling Draymond <laughs> he was getting more money than him. And oh, yeah. It was... I'm not, I'm not going to say I, I, I defend and support Draymond's <laughs> decision, but I kind of see how he got to that point, right. too. But I don't see I don't really see it happening. I think that they kind of occupy yeah. different enough roles that they can be a one two punch Batman and Robin kind of yeah. thing instead of fighting for top dog status. Hey Val, I appreciate the call, my man. Thanks for tapping in per usual. Yeah, that's that's an interesting discussion that we haven't really had here as we've talked about this Jordan Poole thing since the trade happened. It may seem like I'm coming off as like negative in terms of Jordan Poole. I fully expect him to come in here and get buckets because he is him, right? Like, I understand the talent. No doubt about it. But in terms of infrastructure within the two organizations, Golden State and company, Steve Kerr, Mike Dunleavy, Bob Myers, they had been with the organization for so long. There's so many veterans on that team. The fact that the situation couldn't be mended in that ideal situation in Golden State, it gives me real concern that this brand new front office here in Washington and this young locker room here in D.C., it gives me concern that if something does get out of the ordinary with Jordan Poole, do they have the cooler heads to prevail in the situation? Is it going to get messy? Can they talk Jordan off the ledge, so to speak? Because in Golden State, based on what we've heard from Rick, based on what we heard from Jason Dumas, they couldn't tell Jordan Poole nothing. And I understand that mentality, and I understand him being frustrated because I've said it here all the time. If y'all listen to overtime on a regular basis, you know where my stance is on this. Golden State made the clear-cut wrong decision. Like, it's organizational malpractice to re-sign Draymond Green for $100 million so you can trade Jordan Poole, because essentially that's what happened. They chose Draymond over Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole was going to be the future of the Golden State Warriors. When Klay Thompson and Steph Curry, the greatest shooters of all time, when they decided to hang it up, it was going to be a pool party out in the Bay, and things got so messy, and the friction was so significant that they decided to move on from their best young asset. Look at the rest of the Warriors roster. Andrew Wiggins is in his prime right now. Kevon Looney is in his prime and is a role player. Moses Moody, is that who's supposed to take the reins from Steph Curry? Is Jonathan Kaminga ready for showtime? I'm not sure about that. I'm just not. I'm going to take your calls on this, though. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines wide open. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Based on everything we've heard about Jordan Poole and his departure from the Golden State Warriors, Wizards fans, I know we all are excited about him being here. I am as well. Do you all have any concern, though, that maybe 
the immaturity issues that arose in Golden State. Do you have any concern that those problems may resurface here with the Washington Wizards? My man Nate in Silver Spring. What's going on, Nate? What's going on, Lunell? What's going on, baby? How you doing? Doing good, doing good. You, you damn right. I'm concerned, <laughs> and, and and I think I think he's concerned too. I mean, how can how could we be concerned? You know about, about you know all that we saw in Golden State with the immaturity, and like you said, Lunell, you know the fact that they didn't, you know, they handled everything in house and they didn't want anything to get out. You know, it finally came out what was said to Draymond. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't repeat on the radio. <laughs> oh, but, I'm getting ready to play it for you. you. Camera, I let it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He let it out the bag. But it, it all seemed to make sense, you know. And, and you know, I, I, and and there's no veterans in our locker room. That's what I'm worried about. Like, yeah. who's going to take this guy by the collar and, and, and really pull him to the side and Nate, say, you got to chill Nate, out. Nate, you know, maybe you that's Tyus Jones. Time. Maybe that's Tyus Jones. I, I don't know. Now he he was part of the drill the drill the Memphis Grizzlies drill team down there with John Morant, so I don't I don't believe in him at all either. Yeah, you know, but he he's going to it's, it's on him. You know, it's on him. 100%. It's on Ty. It's on all them young guys. They gotta they gotta grow up and they gotta grow up quick. You know, this city will spit you out, will chew you up and spit you out. Yep. You know, just look what they did to Andre Blotch, Nick Young, and all them guys. Yeah, man. That that six woman is no joke, man. And <laughs> and they just gotta they they gotta grow up quick. You know, I'm not I'm I'm not overly concerned. I'm just a little bit concerned. But you know, it, it, they already printing out flies at Rose Bar and <laughs> and all that. Hey man, look, so, my you boys, know, the vibe setters, man. You know, I'm I'm cool with the party promoters in the city, man. The vibe setters got them coming here. At the beginning of August, man. So don't even Oh yeah, they man, them, them club promoters is lining up Come right on. now for Jordan Poole. They just waiting. They just waiting for the first party. But but no, it's on him. You know, I believe if he handles his business, he got to reshape his image. Yeah. You know, from the punch, from the ice spice date thing, pouting and all this on, other look, crap. Look, pouting on the sidelines during the postseason. Oh yeah, yeah. He looked bad in the postseason. He didn't even show up. He was like he just quit. So it's so I and it, I do believe that he's got to reshape his image. So that gives me some confidence. It, yeah. It's put up a shut up time for him, you know. And, and as long it. as he handles his business, you know, on the court, and I think they will get along in the locker room. I think him and Kuzma are gonna get along real good. They just gotta, you know, they gotta play well. You know, they gotta Definitely. they gotta give us a good show. Hey, they Nate, can't I, come out here and just lose by thirty. Hey Nate, I appreciate the call, man. Hopefully, the light skin connection between Kyle Kuzma and Jordan Poole is enough to make the brand of basketball that Washington's going to be playing this year exciting, man. I cannot uh, wait to see it. Let's go to my man, Theo, who's out in Spotsylvania. What's going on, Theo? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yes, Thank sir. you. Um, look, yeah, I hate to, hate to bring the voice of reason into this thing, uh-huh. but I am a former prosecutor, and reality is this Draymond Green criminally assaulted this guy. He did. For words. And uh, he, didn't, he didn't press charges. He didn't take take it up with the, you know, by going after the team and whatever else. He accepted it. He he let it happen. He didn't make it worse, which he could have. He could. And I think that uh, he showed an awful lot there. And we're asking a lot of these guys. Uh, we need to be careful about the culture. On one hand, we talk behaving. We talk about Zion Williamson not behaving. Yeah. Well, this young man took a took a powerful punch from a powerful man. Kept his mouth basically shut. Uh, and I think he's going to be just fine. Hey, Theo, I appreciate the call, my man. I appreciate you tapping in as always. I think that's a that's a hell of a way to look at it from, from the angle that Theo just brought us. Jordan Poole could have acted an ass after this situation, right? Like he could have been, he, he could have been so 
terrible in the locker room after the fact that they could have traded him during the regular season. But he didn't maneuver that way. He didn't move like that. I think he deserves a hell of a lot of credit for it. The one thing I'll push back on what Theo said is I don't think, think about the culture in the NBA, not just in the Warriors locker room, but in the entirety of the league. If Jordan Poole went and pressed charges after Draymond Green socked him in the face, do you think you think fellow players around the league wouldn't be making jokes about that? You think folks wouldn't have something to say about Jordan Poole and him being soft in that matter? It's interesting, man. That situation is unlike anything I've ever heard of in terms of like the details of it in pro sports. We actually had the situation in our locker room with the Wizards where jog my memory, Lindsey John, was it was it Montrez Harrell and KCP that got into the fight in the Wizards locker room during West Unsell Jr.'s first year here? I'm not sure. I kind of be- didn't follow that. I believe it was those two that, that ended up getting into an altercation in the locker room. We didn't really hear a bunch of details about it as to what they were angry about. Now, obviously, KCP and Montrez had a history with each other beforehand, but like I said earlier, the Golden State Warriors are viewed as like the New England Patriots of the uh, NBA, the gold standard franchise, no pun intended, right? The fact that they weren't able to move past this situation internally makes me believe, man, this thing was probably a hell of a lot worse than they led us to believe. And I'll, and I'll leave it at that, man. I want to take a quick time out when we come back. More of your calls on this if you want to chime in, one 800 636 1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Wizards fans out there, considering the way Jordan Poole exited the Golden State Warriors, do you have any concern that those immaturity issues will resurface here in the district? Your call's next, 1-800-636-1067. Coming up in about 11 minutes or so, our pal Neil DeLau, who covers the Wizards for Hoops District. He's set to join us. He'll give us a full-scale preview of Summer League game number three for the D.C. family. All that and more coming up next. This is The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.